0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Misty Magdalena Grace with the new and improved version of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, where we talk about spirituality, psychedelics, plant medicine, microdosing, and really that journey within to finding your best innate wisdom, to your best health, your best wealth through all sorts of inner child healing, trauma release, grief recovery. Uh, overcoming addictions, and working with the mind, the body, and spirit. So go ahead, leave a review, subscribe, download. We look forward to your feedback. Thanks for tuning in today. There we go. That would help. Hi, happy Monday, everyone. Magdalena here. It is a, it's a nice and stormy day after a beautiful um, Groundhog Day weekend in bulk. If you celebrate today, I want to talk about and finish out part three of three. Uh, about love. Uh, this is the month of love. Whether you know you get into Valentine's Day or not, um, there's so many shifts happening. This is the halfway point between winter solstice and spring equinox. Um, a lot of people are, you know, uh, watching to see if the groundhog saw its shadow this weekend. Um, apparently, it didn't. So that technically means winter um, is about done, but as we are facing a winter uh, storm with potential catastrophe attached to it here in California, it doesn't seem like winter is about done. However, what we want to talk about today is loving your shadow. And uh, if, if you're new to my my channel, if you're new to my podcast, I am a plant medicine woman. Um, I am a business professional. I am a mom. I am a wife. Uh, when I started this podcast, three and a half years ago now, it kicked off in July of 2020, I was a very different person. It's a very different person. Uh, I was a sales coach who was making lots of money. And yet there was a lot of shadows that I was running from, a lot of shadows that I was afraid to look at. And so I actually thought I would share a story and talk about how to fall in love with your shadow. How can you love your shadow? Because I honestly, you know, grew to hate my shadow. uh, As a result, uh, I ended up numbing myself through too much social media, too much escapism through drinking alcohol, too much busyness, too much work, anything I could do to find ways to really just kind of shut down my shadow. And what I learned, and I think the movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray is a great analogy, um, that if you don't face your shadow the universe will play your hand the universe will bring you through your own dark night of the soul which is what i have gone through if you are new to my channel you can go back and and watch more about my own transformation um and i'll share a little bit more of of that but what you resist persists we are in what we're calling the age of aquarius some people call it the ascension process where there's more light coming into the planet. The, the, the whole universe is working for us, even though it seems like there's a lot of bad things happening out there. There's war, there's, you know, some people would call it climate change. Um, there's a lot of, you know, talk about tsunamis and, and really intense weather, like look, look what happened to Maui um, and the fires. Uh, and there's, there's just a lot of things that are happening out in the world that can be really triggering and really, really, really hard, and 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 really, even just watching the war, you know, in the Middle East right now, can be really hard on your heart. It might make you angry. Might trigger all sorts of egoic thoughts. Well, this is wrong, you know, and or in the case of what war is doing, a lot of people are saying, "Well, I'm right, you're wrong. I'm going to kill you for it." All of that. Um, I don't really get much into the politics of it all, and and I, I don't believe that war is quote unquote good. But at the same time in our, our human existence on this planet, there's a lot of strife and a lot of change. And guess what? It's forcing us all to look at our shadows. There's a lot of people with financial challenges, big time. And they'll they'll just try to stay busy and try to work harder. And yet, guess what? It still becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where they're still not making more money. Um, they're actually still struggling and and it's because you cannot run from the shadow now. So I think one of the reasons most people love Groundhog Day, the movie, is because Bill Murray is forced to look at his shadow. Now, if you're you're also new to my channel and you're like, what the heck is she talking about? Carl Jung is the person who really, uh, you know, came out and and spoke mostly about the shadow or what a lot of people will call the unconscious mind. His main focus was wanting to make the unconscious conscious. You know, a lot of times we look outside ourselves for the answers to dream, to compare, to compete, to say, well, I got to keep up with the Joneses, right? That all of that is not going inside and looking at the parts of ourselves that we maybe have been pushing away, numbing, suppressing. Carl Jung, one of his quotes says, the most terrifying thing is to accept oneself completely. And so in Bill Murray's case, you know, he kept waking up on the same day and reliving the same day over and over again. And I'm not going to recount the whole movie. If you haven't seen it, you know, it, it'll help um, for you to better understand that the basic idea is he was very egotistical. He was very unhappy with his life. He had, you know, a, a successful job as a, as a weatherman anchor on a, on a TV station in Pittsburgh, and he was just not happy. Um, and so what happened was he got to face um, that dark night of the soul by getting to be told and shown all parts of himself that he had been avoiding these things that he would often squash and not look at. So for example, um, you know, the, the shadow uh, is oftentimes qualities we don't like in others. You know, he didn't like a lot of people. He didn't really get along with a lot of people. People would tell him, Hey, you have a big ego. And it was like, he wasn't looking at it. He was just ignoring it he was not very vulnerable. He was not really trying to go within to understand why he didn't have a a wonderful relationship, why he didn't love his job, why he was, you know, kind of a, a negative person. And so a lot of times we have things that are inside of ourselves that the world shows us that trigger us. And this could be unprocessed trauma it could be a negative um, childhood experience that we've suppressed. It might even be really, really deep suppressed traumas that we, we don't recognize in ourselves. Um, there might be traits that you know we, we recognize that we have, that we're not proud of, that we ignore and, and, and avoid. So in, in the case of Bill Murray in the movie, there's a recurring event or pattern in his life He didn't have a relationship, but yet he really, really wanted this relationship with um, the woman. Now I'm forgetting her name. Um, Annie McDowell is the actress's name. He really wanted that relationship, but he kept getting slapped in the face almost every day, um, realizing that he had a lot of work to do on the inside in order to be able to have that relationship of his dreams. He even went through all sorts of ego deaths, um, not wanting to live anymore because he was realizing he was doing the same thing every day, experiencing it and wanting a different result, but doing the same stuff, different day. You've probably heard that same stuff, different day kind of phrase before, but he wasn't making any changes in his life. He was going through emotions, which is a lot of times often called disassociation. You could say it numbing behavior. Um, but deep inside he he wasn't happy. So living that same pattern over every day, he got an opportunity to do things different. Um and and sometimes the universe sends us experiences like yes, war, health challenges, financial challenges relationship challenges, because again, the world is a mirror trying to get us to to, to pay attention. For things to change, you've got to change. For things to get better, you've got to get better. And I'm here to tell you, as we go through this age of Aquarius, it's all about love. It's all about shadow and, and, and bringing out the parts of yourself that have been repressed, again, due to childhood trauma, could have been due to divorce, could have been due to a job loss, could have been due to someone dying. Um, Like a lot of my own example is I had a lot of death over a short period of time, parents, brother, people who committed suicide. I also had a lot of stressors in life, Um, raising a family, trying to put food on the table, and all of that kind of stuff. I was so, quote unquote, busy. I was ignoring those those grief stricken pain points. That little girl who was really really hurting also from childhood suppression, um, including past life traumas. All of these things, you know, being burned at the stake in past lives. All of that stuff started to be pushed up for me. Different things or feelings or thoughts of I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. I'm never enough. I didn't want to look at those things. Just like Bill Murray didn't want to. Acknowledge that he had a really big inflated ego. He had no friends, <laughs> right? His relationship uh, quota was very, very low. And he wasn't his truest, most authentic, humble version of himself. So the universe gave him these experiences to relive the same day over and over again, have a lot of ego death, have a lot of opportunity to be slapped in the face, be in a place he didn't want to be, but couldn't get out of. Sound familiar? Does anybody relate to that right now? And so as he embraced more of his truth and his shadow and loved all of those parts of himself that had you know, been kind of an ass, made a lot of mistakes, been really rude to other people, once he started to love those parts of himself, guess what? At the end, <laughs> his reward, after what seemed like a year or two of living the same day over and over again, is he he got the girl, quote unquote, he woke up and it was February 3rd. It was a new day. He was willing to change because he was willing to look at his shadow. So what's going on for you right now? And I'll maybe give a few more examples and I'll, I'll even give you some homework. If, if you want to do some homework, this may help you. Um, have you had any emotional flare-ups lately? Um, have you had people really piss you off? and I'm not just talking about getting cut off in traffic. Um, have you had uh, maybe someone someone break up with you? You know? What do you think was the deeper emotion or lesson at play? A lot of times as we are adults, we'll have these mirrors in our partners, our friends, our family that are just bringing up stuff that has not been looked at since we were a little kid, right? So if if you see something that's bothering you right now, where did that start? What was your first memory of that? That would be one example of a bit of homework. So, So throughout this week, I would encourage you to journal. Any emotion that you had like anger, jealousy, frustration, Sadness, maybe even if you want to call it depression. These are all physical, mental, and emotional manifestations of our shadow. Was there something that happened for you as a kid or a young adult that that maybe brought that forth now for you to look at that you suppressed at that time? You could also think about the mirrors in your life, list down three traits that you observe in others that recently have bothered you i'll give you an example there was a time where i saw someone who was very arrogant at least that was my perception so that arrogance would be something that i would write down and then after you write down that trait or that behavior that you witnessed in others right about a time that maybe you displayed that behavior, right? Just like Bill Murray, um, you know, judging someone else for something that, oh, guess what? Looking in the mirror, it was something that he was already doing. Maybe it was something that maybe you didn't think you displayed, but you felt the urge to. So, Reflect on that. Write down maybe the times or time, if there was only one, where you displayed that arrogance or that urge to, and reflect on that. And oftentimes it's going to show up in your marriage partnership, your coupled relationship, and it's trying to get your attention of something that you can look at, especially if it's a recurring theme. I I had an experience um, myself with jealousy jealous of someone who is developing at a faster rate as me. Whereas I was jealous of them, but I really wasn't taking the time myself to go inward and develop my own gifts. So there's a couple different ways that these emotions or these traits might be getting your attention. It is, how are you maybe like that person? Or how are you denying yourself that opportunity to really maybe become more like that other person. Maybe you know that you have that trait inside of you of greatness or that 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 trait of if you were a, wanting to be a singer and you saw someone else and you were jealous of their singing ability maybe maybe you have that ability in you and you've been suppressing it. So again either that person is bringing that out on you for something that you know that you have done that maybe isn't the greatest, but you also at the same time, don't judge yourself for it. <laughs> I want to throw this out there because I did that. That's one of my shadows The being a double Virgo helps me in so many ways, but one of the shadows of the Virgo is the, the inner critic, the perfectionist. And I had that both not only from an astrological, but also from, you know, a childhood modeling thing right? We often can, can can inherit those and embody those from our parents. Even if they weren't very direct, they might've been indirect behaviors, but we start to embody them. And then we start doing them unconsciously. That's the making the unconscious conscious, bringing that out, loving also and forgiving that part of yourself with love and compassion. It gives you so much more depth, an openness and receptivity in your heart that ultimately you now won't be triggered by that kind of stuff. When you see someone being arrogant, or you being seeing someone um, um, that you're jealous of, using going back to those examples, now you'll come from a place of power. You'll have the empowerment to choose to, you know, maybe celebrate that person. Or even just the humility to just hold space for that person as they go through their process, right? Because it's their process. It's not necessarily our monkeys or our circus, unless of course, we make it that way, because our shadow is trying to get our attention. So as you fall in love with your shadow, and, and this, is a, this is why I closed with this one because it, it, it also helps you love your body. Maybe think, you know, maybe um, one of your shadows, I just was talking to a client about this um, last week. Maybe one of your shadows was your mom always said, you're too fat, you're ugly. And so then you started believing it. And so then you started emotional eating or maybe even working out so much that you became too skinny, right? You abused your body. Or in my case, um, I didn't feel like I was ever enough. So I would oftentimes overeat or overdrink. And guess what? That didn't help my body in in, in, in any capacity. So it, it helped wake me up to be able to say, what what's underneath that? What's underneath that? And then being able to love yourself. And then guess what? If it, if it did you know, maybe happen for you as a child? How can you have love and compassion for that other person? Forgiveness as well. Because again, everybody's doing the best they can. Um, especially now, we got to be really, really sensitive because there's so many people going through um, unplanned shadow work. And, and what that means is if you have unplanned shadow work, um, you could maybe have uh, an accident. You could maybe get a dis diagnosis that's trying to get your attention. Like I had an autoimmune disease diagnosis in 2011 and instead of getting to the root cause of it, which a lot of it had to do with shame and my gut and sacral chakra from many lifetimes. And then also not speaking my truth in many lifetimes as a woman and as a healer, um, guess what? You know, I I've stayed on medication this whole time. Right. And a lot of times we end up in society, medicating our medications because we're not, trained, not supported properly always either, and not always taking the time to do the shadow work. So as you do the shadow work and and loving your body, recreating a new relationship and loving all parts of those memories, behaviors, negative thoughts, projections from others who maybe said negative things, right, that we started to believe, then you're healthier, you're wealthier, you're wiser, you can be a better friend, you can see your body as a temple, right? And then if you take better care of yourself, you'll have a better partnership. The first last week, the first part one was about, you know, the the love and marriage or couples. If you're if you're partnered with someone, how do they, you know, help you with your shadow work? <laughs> But loving your shadow, then you can love your partner's shadow and accept more of that as well. So it finishes all with you. It it finishes with loving those dark parts of yourself because we are both shadow and light. And the good news is, is once you love your shadow more, then you can shine your light more. It's it's, so has happened in my life um my partner's life uh we're helping more and more of our clients wake up to this and have better relationships better health better financial um futures and then of course you know as we heal ourselves and heal our shadows we we give other people permission to do the same as we heal our shadows we heal our ancestors as we heal heal our shadows we're birthing a new lineage whether you don't have children or not we're birthing a new earth So your healing of your shadow impacts everybody you meet, and even people you don't meet. So sometimes uh, I'll close with this thought: sometimes people are really, really hurting by what's happening in 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 the war. You know, you know, people dying for no reason. You know, people having coming from that patriarchal, masculine wound. I gotta kill, you know, and be in control and have greed and have all the money, you know, and the power. Well, the best way to help them, honestly. Is looking in the mirror, loving all parts of yourself, the good, the bad, and the shadowy, as we like to say. And as you do that, it reverberates, it's a ripple effect, right? Um, one of my favorite quotes from Cloud Atlas is what is a drop in the ocean? Right? If you think you're all if you think you're small and you're not able to do enough and you're alone, think again. You know, as you heal yourself, there's a limitless ocean out there with a plentitude of drops of all of us collect. connected we're all connected. we all are one so as you heal yourself you help me as I help heal myself I help you. so if you have a disease if you have relationship challenges, if you have health issues this is healthy and wealthy and wise right and you feel like you've done everything well if you haven't done the shadow work, you haven't done everything. A lot of our healing modalities, but they'll—they simply put band-aids on us, and they don't always do get to the deep roots. Um, that's one of Carl Jung's quote that I love the most: "Is you know, no tree reaches to the heavens; its branches without first going down into the deep, dark roots of of hell." Again, not getting religious here, but that's his quote. So to go through the shadow and the muck and the mire and ground yourself and love yourself through it, you can be so much stronger and so much wiser. That's the wisdom part of healthy and wealthy and wise, if you're willing to go there. And it is really, truly um, a brave and courageous journey to love yourself through your shadows. So it ended well for Bill Murray, even though I know it's a it's a movie. <laughs> But the groundhog um, was all about finding his shadow, right? So this might be a good time. Um, this might be a good time for you to consider looking at your shadow. I see a comment. Hey, wonderful. Thanks, Laura. So good to see you. Yeah, if you're if you're tuning in live, feel free to comment below. Um, I'm about to wrap it up here. Also, if you have any questions for me about shadow work and how to love yourself through it, um, Please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, I also uh, offer up free consultations uh, one time, uh, no strings attached. So if you've had a consultation with me before, you may or may not qualify, but text me anyway. Um, Text me at 612-799-8791 to book a free consultation if you're struggling with this. Uh, We also offer up support with plant medicine. Um, I started a lot of my shadow work going deep because I couldn't face it. I couldn't face it. Just like Bill Murray was stuck on February 2nd. <laughs> I I needed to, to, to leverage the power of sacred plants, um, microdosing. And then I added in things like breath work, helping me move through some of the pain the anxiety, the depression, because that's the other thing, um, I know I keep talking here, but I keep coming up with so much to share with you about shadow work as you're doing shadow work. Number one, you can't do it alone. Uh, and number two um, it can bring up some stuff that's really, really scary. Um, and it, it could, it could make it really, really hard to function. Um, I actually had that um, until I had the right tools um, to help with my physical body, especially helping it process, helping it move it. Um, so there's a lot of modalities that myself and my husband provide support with now. Um, and we're actually going to be having, um, a couple sales and promotions here in the month of February, the month of love, um, to help you not do the shadow work on your own. So again, to see the world differently, you've got to be the change you want to see in the world, right? So if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me um and uh, i'd be happy to serve you I, I share my link tree in the chat in the in the show notes um magdalena grace uh that link will be in there and um look forward to to hopefully seeing you guys here again on another episode of healthy and wealthy and wise and if you saw value in this today please share it hit the share button sharing is caring um watch the replay if you're tuning in late and uh feel free to to catch it in youtube channel and and subscribe uh if you're also um, in San Diego, we have so many events coming up this month, and uh, we're coming to Phoenix next month. We're coming to Minneapolis in May. So, if you're in my community from Phoenix, Arizona, or in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, we'll be we'll be coming to you guys to help bring this kind of healing to you in person. Um, it's usually, oftentimes, the best way to do this work is somatic release and embodiment. Um, so, hopefully, we'll we'll get to see you there. So, again, text me at six one two seven nine nine. 8791 if you have any questions or you'd like to, to have a conversation, um, you know, free, no strings attached consultation to help you do this kind of work to love your shadow, love your body um, and love your partner more as a result. Until next time, guys, here's to your best health, your best wealth, your best wisdom. Bye bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe, download, leave a five-star rating or review. And also please refer this to a friend you know who may benefit from this inspirational message. We hope to see you again. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or join my Facebook community. And if you are looking to manifest your best health, your best wealth, by trusting your best wisdom within, please go to my website, www.microdosingforhealth.com. Again, www.microdosingforhealth.com to quiet your mind, get into your heart, heal your body, and manifest your best.